Hello and welcome to the newest edition of Pro Pharma Talks. Today we're going to be talking about skinny health plans, what it covers, what it doesn't cover, and so much more. But before we get into that, I'd like to remind you to follow us, hit like, subscribe, and hit the little bell for notifications. Hello and welcome to the newest edition of Pro Pharma Talks. My name is Alex Hernandez. Alongside me as always is Dr. Craig Stern. And our topic for today is skinny health plans. Now, Dr. Stern, what exactly is a skinny health plan? I mean, the summed up version. I promise we'll do that, but the staff <laughs> asked me to do one thing. Oh, okay. There's been a whole question Hold about... Hold on, breaking news. Breaking news, everybody. <laughs> There's been a whole question about vaccinations. Please, as a healthcare <laughs> professional, to all of you, um, get your shots, whether it's uh, flu shots or any other shots that you have to do, stay on top of it. It's the easiest, cheapest, most available way of preventing disease. Certainly look at what's happening in the state of Washington right now with people who weren't vaccinated, who had uh, problems with regard to measles. They were not vaccinated. This is herd immunity. We're trying to protect everybody and realize you're not just protecting your kids, but you're protecting other kids. If the kids are not vaccinated, it opens it up that other people can get these diseases. Please, please, please get vaccinated. Thank you, sir. And um, okay. yeah, we, we talked about vaccinations in a previous version of this show when we had uh, Professor Speaks. And um, we, we talked with um, also Dr. Mark Wahlberg as well. Yes, we did. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we did. So um, um, going on to our topic for today, if you have any questions about vaccinations, please feel free to message us, leave a comment. Um, however you reach out to us, just get to us, and we will answer your questions uh, as soon as we can. So skinny, skinny health, health plans. plans. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's talk about skinny health plans. Yes. Um, politicians are spending a lot of time talking about other options for health plans other than the Affordable Care Act. Okay. They want something cheaper, giving people options so more people can choose. Uh, what's happening is is that people are talking about it, and so we thought it was necessary to bring it up. So let's mm -hmm. bring it up. Number one okay. is we're dealing with plans that have limited lists of benefits. Okay. So it's not the entire list like you would have in the Affordable Care Act or Medicare or Medicaid in different states. It's a very skinny kind of plan that only covers certain things. And you, can you pick and choose these certain you things? You cannot pick and choose. You oh, either okay. buy on to whatever is available mm. or you don't. Okay. Now, it used to be you could only buy it and you could deal with it for 90 days. It's now been uh, established where you could buy it for 365 days. Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so you could cover um, that tax burden. You could cover the tax <laughs> burden. You could also now... Uh, renew it so that you could re renew it for up to three years. But realize that the initial cost, the initial mm -hmm. premium is low, but the out-of-pockets are high because you're not covering everything. So as a result right. of that, you pay low to get in for whatever group of benefits, and then you pay a lot of out-of-pocket costs for all the things that are not covered. So well, it's that, terribly that, important. That seems to make sense, though, because... Uh, I think the initial problem with the when people started mentioning the ACA was that healthy people were not getting insurance or right. healthy right. young people were not getting insurance. Right. So if you want, if say if you fall into that category, skinny health plans might make sense. I mean, God forbid you get sick, but 
you go into a skinny health plan, you you probably not expecting to go to the hospital or the emergency room, and you can pay. You don't have to pay that much in insurance. And that's uh, all right. of those are true statements. Right. However, in a selfish kind of way. In a selfish kind of way. Kind of way it's true. <laughs> okay, but the problem here is that um, you're you're guessing that you don't have any uh, particular problems. Right. One, you don't get into an accident, so you don't have to deal with. Uh, the problems of uh, being hurt, right? Um, and that's whether it's a car accident or whether it's a skiing accident or a sports accident or whatever. Right. Number two is that you are hoping that you don't get any major medical problem. Um, it we've talked about it in the past, and at least a third of the population of the United States right. has some very common diseases: high blood pressure, diabetes. Um, uh, high cholesterol, and that number is increasing because people are getting, uh, are, are uh, increasing not exercising, weight, not exercising, eating McDonald's, not eating, not watching your diet, <laughs> adding more salt, etc. Right. So as a result of that, and playing video games, and playing. <laughs> <laughs> These are um, not things that I do. I <laughs> promise. Yeah, of course not. Alex <laughs> doesn't do any of that. Um, <laughs> but um, the most important part of this is that you're gambling. And so if that's your gamble, hey, God bless you, uh, do whatever. Bottom line is is that you're looking at uh, these particular issues with regard to, um, mm-hmm. to premiums and uh, that any pre-existing condition is not covered. And the reason it's not covered, and politicians are saying, or the president is saying it's covered, in fact, because they can't do underwriting, Right. For skinny health plans, there is no way to cover pre-existing conditions. conditions. Right. So understand that going in, and you understand what the what the issues are in the condition. So this is more rather than a skinny health plan, it's more hope against hope kind of health plan. Well, but it's very restricted. <laughs> it's very restricted. Yeah. So let's understand what isn't covered. Right? Okay. What isn't covered? Uh, Other one. than pre-existing conditions, <laughs> what else is? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a big deal, obviously. It is. It's, right? it's a huge deal. Um, number one is maternity care is not covered under skinny health plans. Okay. Um, outpatient prescription drugs are not covered. Okay. Um, don't have babies. Don't do drugs. Okay. <laughs> don't have babies. What's next? <laughs> I love the way you handle healthcare. Um, <laughs> uh, substance Putting abuse. Putting it into layman's terms. <laughs> Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> substance abuse and uh-huh. substance abuse treatments are not covered. Right. Okay. And mental health treatment is not covered. So anxiety, <laughs> depression, psychosis, hallucinations, uh, or problems with sleeping from one of those things, those are not covered. So all major things that is a major part of society right now won't be covered. Won't be covered. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is sense. not a testimonial against it. It's an important issue where everybody understands mm-hmm. that um, in a world where everybody is questioning about what information is true or making things up, this is healthcare. You don't get to make up truth. Right. In that regard, you need to understand walking in what is covered and what isn't so you know how to handle it. Yeah, and you mentioned truth. I mean, it... it there's a, a lot of, there's a saying going on that says, tell your own truth or something like that. There's no your own truth. The truth is the truth. 
That diabetes is diabetes. <laughs> Hypertension, high blood pressure is high blood pressure. Exactly. Problems with your thyroid are problems with your thyroid. You can argue this all day long. <laughs> There's no agree to disagree here. <laughs> okay, but we talked about what's not covered. We talked about what skinny health plans are in a nutshell. But what about its impact on the ACA? Well, its impact on the ACA is the following. There's been a couple of studies mm-hmm. trying to determine what will be the impact on costs. Number one is CMS, or the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, has projected that there'll be a, a 1% increase in cost. On the ACA. On the ACA, and potentially in other insurance that is not the skinny health care insurance. So right. commercial insurance, com- uh, insurance that is governed by uh, small groups. Because uh, we talked we talked a little bit about the ACA in previous episodes where we mentioned um, kind of like a bucket analogy. Like the more people giving into the bucket, the, the less they expect from people so they can keep the bucket full. That's correct. Right? The law of large numbers. Right. So if you take, if you start saying people, you don't have to put your bucket here. You can put, you don't have to put your money in this bucket. You can put your money in this bucket. Instead. That's right. That's right. 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 Now, um, different from CMS was the Urban Institute that did a study, and they believe that there's going to be an 18% increase wow. in cost. So somewhere between 1% and 18%, depending on who's doing this, is looking at an increase in premiums because people who are in the Affordable Care Act will stay there because they need to be covered, and, and they cover... obviously have pre-existing conditions. Right, exactly. The people who go to the skinny health plans are not going to help them any with <laughs> regard to the cost of their premiums. So, in effect, we're going to be looking at somewhere between 1% and 18% premium increase. That's number one. It's just safe to say it's going to be a higher cost. Yeah. Nobody's predicting a lower cost. Nobody's <laughs> predicting a lower cost. No. It costs okay. to treat disease. Uh-huh. The easiest, cheapest way to treat disease is to prevent it. That's why I started out with uh, getting vaccinations. Mm-hmm. That's the cheapest way to do this, right? <laughs> preventing. <They're> preventing. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not crazy about needles either. Um, I've given millions of shots. I'm <laughs> not looking forward to giving another one. But that's just the nature of what you do. And at the end of the day, that's what you do in order to um, to save lives. So giving shots is a lot easier than taking, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> giving shots is easier. <laughs> so, so um, but uh, this also has an impact on the jobs market. Yes. Because I yeah. think there'll be a lot more insurance brokers if the skinny health plans go through, right? Well... <laughs> Well, there is a truth uh, here. I mean, insurance brokers are a very important part of the healthcare system. Mm -hmm. They have information. They uh, help people to choose the important uh, issues. But you do need to ask your insurance broker so that you have honesty and transparency in what they're doing. Because um, they're making somewhere around 20% commissions on a skinny Mm -hmm. versus 5% on the Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that your insurance broker doesn't have an incentive to right. be selling the skinny versus the Affordable Care Act. Once again, this is not a denunciation of anybody. It's purely a matter, <laughs> the same thing you would with a doctor and ask, how much is this going to cost? Right. The pharmacy, when you go in to get a drug, how much is this going to cost? Mm-hmm. Insurance broker, what are you getting out of this so that you're not guiding me to something that I may not want? Right, right. And insurance brokers... We're not saying anything against you guys, but it'd be helpful to 
the user or the person seeking insurance to know exactly up front what it is, what's your incentive for providing this rather than this. Absolutely. And, so and, so and that's true, by it, the way. It's, it's true in any, any in any, um, yeah, in yeah. any yeah. business or so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so what are some things that the listener or the viewer should be, should remember out of this uh, conversation that we had? Well, number one is because in the skinny plans, the uh, premium and the cost is lower, but your out-of-pocket cost is higher. Right. You need to look and see, are there any conditions that I have and are they covered? Um, are, uh, because drugs are not covered, um, you, you need to start looking for other options. I mean, right. we know that. We have, you know, we have our small group product where we're helping uh, small self-insured employers in dealing with this. Right. We certainly have a long history since 1986 in large group, but this isn't a testimonial for that. It's a fundamental issue that there are ways of lowering this cost, mm -hmm. trying to make it more affordable, but you can't walk into this with a blinder on or with your eyes right. closed. You can't just say, this is cheaper, I'm going to go here. You got to say, this is cheaper, why is it? Right. Right. Number two is you can't listen to all this political talk that pre-existing conditions are going to be covered. That's just ignorance <laughs> because they cannot underwrite what is going on. Underwriting meaning you walk in and I, I uh, evaluate you with regard to your age and your gender and your weight, body weight, and then uh, pre your, uh, your diseases that you have, which are really pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, because you can't do that. Right. The issue that uh, covering pre-existing conditions is going to be covered is nonsense. They're right. not covered. So if you do, then you need to start looking at other options, certainly through the Affordable Care Act mm -hmm. or commercial insurance or whatever, in order to try and find out what other options you have. Um, one, one very quick important um, question, because society has changed so much now, I I, he, I can tell he has no idea where I'm going with this, <laughs> but because society has changed so much now in healthcare, when you're doing the underwriting, is it safe to assume gender? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. We did a study uh, last year, uh -huh. and they didn't tell me that they had some uh, <laughs> some gender transfers, and we evaluated it, and then they came back to me, and I said, it would have been nice if you had told me before that so we could, get the, we could um, uh, make the appropriate recommendations. Just to clarify, <laughs> some genders get certain drugs, and some genders don't get this drug. And so when you're evaluating patients, it's kind of important to know that this person's not going to be in this gender pool anymore. They're going to be in this one. <laughs> As a clinician, yeah. <laughs> it is terribly important that everybody understands um, uh, fundamental gender issues, sociological issues, right. behavioral issues, besides all the clinical issues and all the, the medication uh, issues so that you can make appropriate judgments to recommend what to do. Right. But you're correct. I mean, right. there, it is uh, terribly important that you deal with gender and gender-neutral issues. Yes, okay. and we are sensitive to that. Right. <laughs> um, next, so so far we've uh -huh. had that. So far we talked about the lower premiums. Remembering skinny, remember, remember in a lower cost, right. high out of pocket, right. um, prohibit underwriting. I mean, skinny health plans, there's no underwriting in there. Correct. So what, what's next? Uh, the third is it doesn't cover outpatient drugs. So... If you're on medications or if you expect to be on medications, mm -hmm. then it's terribly important that you start researching and finding out what your mm -hmm. options are. 
Clearly, there are options that identifies that some pharmacies are lower in cost than others. We certainly do that, so we have seen that. Right. Um, certainly, there are issues where there are options about how uh, the basis of the cost of the drug so that you can find some cheaper drugs. And certainly, there are appropriate drug switches, meaning there may be a, a generic option, there may be an a, a alternative generic option, mm -hmm. does the same thing within the same category, something you need to know, or even a brand in the category, right. or finally even an over-the-counter where you don't have to pay a doctor, you don't have to deal with, um, with prescription medicines, but you can do your own treatment. You need to be careful. You need to know what you're doing. Certainly ask the pharmacist about it, but more importantly, you have an option and you have several options about what to do. Right. And then finally um, is you need to be asking everybody involved. You need to ask your doctor about what your conditions are and what you can expect um, over the succeeding year, two years, whatever. Mm -hmm. You need to talk to the insurance broker to make sure that you understand whether they have incentives to sell one program over another. Right. You need to talk to the pharmacy to find out where there are cheaper cost options, or even to your employer who may have consultants and others like us and people like that in order to try and find some ways in order to lower costs. So right. finally, um, skinny health plans, lower cost, um, higher. but higher out of pocket. Two is uh, they can't underwrite, therefore um, uh, pre-existing conditions do exist. You need to understand what that is, what the impact is, and choose the right insurance for you. Third is to make sure that you um, have some option for drug cost so that you can find something more affordable, right. whether, it's a, whether it's the drug itself a lower-cost pharmacy or lower-cost options. And finally, make sure everybody is involved, the doctor, the pharmacy, the broker, et cetera. Everybody has been asked so that you know what incentives there are. Right. And uh, good tips. Thank you very much, Dr. Stern. And um, that'll be it for today. I would like to remind you to go to ProPharmaConsultants.com. We have a free information page called RxInfoX, and you can find loads of information on there. And also... Dr. Stern has written some articles. You can find that in uh, uh, Pharmacy Benefit News. And uh, where else can we find that? Uh, we've there's got a, our publications up yeah. on the web, so you can choose and read anything that we've written. A bunch of educational materials. And chapters just for of you. books. Exactly. Well, well, I mean, that goes without saying, Dr. Stern. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyways, I'd like to remind you to follow us. We, we have a podcast available and, um, and all your various podcast uh, outlets please follow us hit like subscribe and hit the little bell for notifications thanks for listening to this edition of pro pharma talks um, just a little info about us we are pro pharma pharmaceutical consultants incorporated we are a woman-owned consulting firm that specializes in healthcare consulting and analytics this week's featured product is ProPharma's Comprehensive Medication Review for Populations. It is an automated review of medication that is linked to billing, EMR patients, and prescriber letters. CMR addresses the most significant issues with medication therapy. What is patient's therapeutic outcome? Are patient drug therapies effective? Are the patient's drug therapy safe?
<laughs> For more information, visit ProPharmaConsultants.com or give us a call at 888-701-5438.